looking to accelerate your acting career, to stand out from the pack, join host Frank Fawcett as we ignite your acting career. Hey, Ignite Your Acting Career listeners. Do you want to ignite your acting career and take it to the next level and also support this podcast at the same time? Well, become a patron on Patreon. You can either become a supporter of the show or you can join our monthly discussions about acting. Get your acting questions answered all the way up to one-on-one individualized information from me. Frank Fawcett, host of the Ignite Your Acting Career podcast. Get your questions answered on Patreon. So join now. It's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. What's good? What's happening? This is Frank Fawcett, Fawcett Media, here with another video. Yeah, uh, today we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart, of course, one of my favorite videos. But before we do that, thank you for coming in here. Please like the video. Please subscribe to the channel. We're on our road to a thousand subscribers on the YouTube platform. Let's give it up. Give it up. Give it up for the effort. We almost were there, but um, we had a slight little hiccup and um, lost some subscribers. Uh, don't don't ask me why. Um, but uh, we had a nice run up. We were 25 there and then um, we got pulled back. So, you know, you know, do what you can. Uh, if you've been unsubscribed, please resubscribe. Um, that would be much appreciated. But here we are talking about Friday and the new uh, situation that's come up with the Friday franchise in the news has been um, our man Faison Love making comments about his payment for Friday. Now, this has been a story before. Um, other people have mentioned, I think John Witherspoon in interviews had went, mentioned how much he got paid for Friday. Iconic film, of course. Uh, I hope most of y'all are familiar with it, but if you don't know, 1995 film, um, classic film. I saw this movie in the movie theaters let me tell you it was a moment it was a moment because uh because we had never seen anything like this uh in that era uh, a, a a stoner comedy based in you know south central los angeles and um just a, a example of what was possible you know you got f gary gray uh first I think he was a first-time director at that point. 
um, stepping out there and telling a story uh, that we now know and love as a classic. And not only was it a comedy, because it was hilarious. There were moments where I, you know, there's one moment, of course, you got knocked up. Well, I can't say that in the beginning of the video, but um, that moment, uh, like, really just, uh, and then the juxtaposition of the drama in the second and third act of the film, like, and a lot of that had to do with Faison Love's character, who's the guy that we're talking about today, who has um, kind of caused a little stir here. Um, he played the role Big Worm in the film. And uh, yeah, let's see. Um, let me see if I can find it. He's been in the news a couple of times this week, uh, actually, you know, after making comments about Nicole Byers comedy special. He's in the past few years, he's made made some waves. You know, just just very casually, you know, because he's very uh, he's a talented comedian, of course. And he's a very talented orator. Orator. So anytime that you know he says something, it's kind of it's taken with some weight. Weight. You know, what I mean, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, it's um, it brings up the the issue that we've all dealt with in this industry, which is. Uh, actor pay um what is warranted what is really um the amount that we really should be getting and is it fair the fairness in pay um let's see here here's a video that i want to bring up if i can big worm uh was the character he played and um, like like I said, just to give you more background. Um, Faison was um, interviewed for Comedy Hype, uh, a YouTube channel here, and um, yeah, he actually mentioned. Let me see here, not that he mentioned that he was only paid. I believe it was. Well, we'll find out in the video exactly how much it was, but um, yeah, and then uh. Of course, Twitter and, you know, people who really think actors get paid millions of dollars for everything that they do uh, responded in kind. Uh, and they they were shocked. They were shocked at how little he was being paid for for such an iconic role, because you just you just you just assume people are getting the bag on most of these things. But I'm here to tell you that is few and far between when um actors actually get what we might be worth and it's not ice cube's fault y'all so let's let's check out this video real quick there's no money i need you to do this i would have to do it let me start back he was mid mid sentence if cube said ice cube ice cube said that there's no money I need you to do this. I would have to do it on GP. Okay. Because, you know, it was that character that really brought me into the game heavy. Chris Tucker initially got paid like 10000 for Friday. And he's right. That's the main thrust of what I want to highlight is that if he doesn't have the chance to be in Friday, would we know? Phazon love in the same way we know and love Phazon 
now. Um, let me see if I can do a little something here. Testing, testing. All right, that's not going to work. Um, but yeah, what we know and love, Faison, the way we know and love, Faison love to this day, if it weren't for Friday. And I think the argue, argument can be made that this was an opportunity of a lifetime. You know, Faison was an uh, up-and-coming comedian. Actually, um, I think either was a roommate or actually was really cool with Chris Tucker, who was also an upcoming comedian, who had done a Duff Jam special and really picked up some steam. And uh, they were faced with an opportunity of a lifetime. Little did they know. Small independent film at the time. You know what I mean? Like Friday was not a big budget film. And I think people get that twisted when they see it was a new line cinema film and that it was it was big for its time. Uh, like I said, I saw it in the theaters. It was shot on film. It was, you know, classically done, but done on a shoestring budget. And I think that's what people miss when they talk about this. Friday was a film that was not lauded. It wasn't on the radar to be a big box office performer. And um, I think that has a lot to do with that time period because, you know, of course, we had the TV successes of Martin. We had TV successes of Fresh Prince. But Ice Cube coming off of Boys in the Hood wasn't yet a proven box office commodity. Um he was leading this film. A bunch of other unknown actors, actors that had been around for a long time because you get John Witherspoon out of the comedy store, Ronaldo Ray. You get, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, it's blanking on me. Uh, the one who plays his mother, but Re Re Regina um, King is in there as the sister. You know, all these people we would grow to know and love as basically artists of our generation that have contributed to the landscape. Um, but nobody's really known at that time, you know, especially in the film business. So anyway, let me get back into this video. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wondering, because this is one of my favorite movies, man. Uh, low key. It, it was one of the movies that inspired me to get, get busy and start acting, you know? Yeah. John Witherspoon. $2,500 is what he made. What would be considered, um, I, I guess people aren't familiar with the business. There's something called scale. So when you're dealing with small productions, a lot of times in order to save money in the budget, uh, or, or if an actor is, like I said, not a proven commodity yet, Producers will offer that performer scale. And um, I guess at this time, and I actually think the scale wasn't as high as $2,500 at that time, but that was the day rate of what Faison was given because ultimately he really only shot one day, maybe two. I mean, because I'm thinking of some of the other setups that he was in, but a lot of the times, um, a lot of the times that's all you need to shoot somebody out. You know, when you shoot somebody out of a, uh, a film, if they don't have a whole lot to do, you can set up their scenes one by one, take them down and uh, get them done. But in that one day of shooting, Faison 
changes his whole career. Like I said, he gets offered bigger films after this. He starts becoming a household name, bigger stand-up appearance fees. You see what I'm saying? And like that's a measured risk that an actor like Faison would take to to further his career, to make himself uh to make himself more marketable. Um, even if he doesn't know with what uh, Friday ends up being. Was that like a big deal? I got to I, I got to say I'm working to the PM probation. That's all he needed. Working. And he was on probation at the time. So, you know, he's really looking at this as a, a great opportunity. I pay my rent. I ain't, rent. I, I ain't out in the streets doing no bullshit. Right. And, um, See, it wasn't about the money then, really. Yeah. Once you had the that's important. Uh, huh? I'm just like, geez, like looking back at it, it's like 2,500. Yeah, you guys said, hey, shit. For an iconic. And see, the host doesn't even believe it. He's like, this is this is crazy. You only got 2,500 for what will be considered. Uh, a classic role because he ends up being set as the main villain in this 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 neighborhood drama or second villain I guess after Debo who ends up you know being played by uh, Tiny Lister but like I said this is everybody's first look first crack at bat and uh, yeah it was it was life changing for for everybody involved I believe. But it wasn't iconic when we did it. Right. Right. It's still kind of, but when you look back, you don't look back. We, see, like, that's hindsight. Okay. Right now, right now, if I told you, I'm going to pay you, you know what? I'm going to pay you 10000 for this um, right here. Would you take it? Yeah. You would take it, right? Yeah. Now, what if I take this and blow this motherfucker up to $100 million? Would you be silly? Would I be silly? Yeah. At the time, it was a good deal. That's what, that's what you don't the know. At the time, you don't, know. you don't know how much Friday is going to be worth at that time. As a matter of fact, I got some information here. Um, give me one second. Um, because you don't know what's going to be a hit. You know, people spent $40, 50000000 million on Waterworld. <laughs> I hate to beat up on Waterworld, but a Kevin Costner film that is notoriously a flop. This movie, Friday, was a classic and eventually went on to be worth, let's get the exact numbers from Box Office Mojo, um, domestic gross $27 million worldwide, opened at $6 million. million, 6.6 almost, in 865 theaters. The budget was only $3.5 million. Now, when they talk about ultra, ultra low budget these days, they're talking about, well, not ultra, ultra. Um, When they talk about low budget films, they're talking about in the million to 4 million range. This is 1995. So it was still a low budget film by Hollywood standards. Um, like I said, it was a, it was amazing that they even got to do this movie at New Line Cinema in, in that time. Um, comedy drama 
Let's see. Um, let's see. April 28th opening 1995. They did 6 million that first weekend, uh, 3 million. Then subsequent weekend, 2 million, 1 million and 1 million. Okay. So that doesn't look like a whole lot of money, but this is the gross from the box office. Then you have to deal with what also times this film perfectly is that it exists in a time where we're dealing with the first D, first round of DVD sales. So we had VHS sales, and I guess, I guess actually VHS was still current then. So yeah, even the VHS sales. So then you factor in the VHS sales for uh, this 27 million number, which seems low now because you see Spider-Man just grossed a billion dollars, Spider-Man No Way Home, which I should be covering later. Um, and you are probably in the hundred million dollar range, and um, then we're talking about some different money. Because the other thing about it is, when um, some actors that are on a, a larger scale that have a name potentially, uh, when they're paid, a lot of times they're paid on the back end. They're paid on the performance. So you would get something called points. Um, you know, there's been a lot of argument about that net versus gross points um most actors in that time were kind of getting scammed by when they were given net points and uh like a film like lord of the rings i think they gave uh the token family net points and so all the studio has to do at that point is prove that the film never made a profit and then you can not have to pay the net proceeds now, if anybody knows Lord of the Rings, of course, the Lord of the Rings made a profit. So what it is, is we as actors, when we're negotiating, we have to negotiate on the gross receipts. So but you don't get that type of money until you are a commodity. So Faison coming into the game as a young, uh, young up and comer does not get that opportunity. To, to negotiate for a gross percentage. But like he said, he's just happy to pay his rent at that time. He's happy that he can report to his parole officer that he is working. You know what I mean? There's there's levels to this, man. There's definitely levels to this. Um and uh yeah, it's it becomes uh it becomes a conversation. Um would he have liked them negotiate after the fact? Obviously. So what happens when the sequel comes? Now you can ask for more money. So we'll see what what happens when the sequel comes. I think he talks about that in the next part of this clip. If if Kim said, no, no, gotta go go forward. There's no money. I need you to do this. All right. I would have to do it on GP. Let's see how far we got there. 10,000 for this um, right here. Oh, yeah, 10,000. Yes, that's where we were. I'm going to pay you 10,000 for this um, right here. Would you take it? You would take it, right? Now, what if I take this and blow this motherfucker up to 100 million? Would you be silly? Would I be silly? Yeah. At the time, it was a good deal. That's what, that's what you don't know where it's gonna go. <laughs> With you're, the not, you're not you're not bitter about Hell it. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. 
And see, that should have been that should have been the end of the discussion. A lot of people blew this up out of proportion because they heard that twenty five hundred and thought it was so low. But um, that should have been the end of the discussion. You know, like like he was happy with what he got paid and still is happy with what he got paid. But they set it up as an argument of how Ice Cube was robbing them or how Ice Cube got so much more money. Ice Cube was a producer on this film, I believe, and wrote it. So he's entitled to a different type of payment for this project, probably somewhere in the in the gross receipts in the performance. So yeah. Yeah, I only better now if I do it again. Like you're talking about Friday, the last Friday. Oh no, I'm, yeah, I'm with it. You got a last check. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, he renegotiates. Um, the the money. Like they asked me to be in every cube. Was I like, asked me to be in it? Oh, you want to do a second Friday? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Then they they wanted to give me um scale plus double scale. Double so scale. So five thousand. Twenty five hundred, right? So double scale was five thousand. Nah. <laughs> Day after I said no, I got called to do a film for Warner Brothers called uh, Replacements. Oh, a football they film. Made their money grant. Hundred grand. That that's the story. In the story, is that now he does he does Friday it does well, and now he's given opportunities to make a hundred grand on the next film outside of the Friday franchise. This is why sometimes you have to weigh what is beneficial in your career to to take you to the next level. And like he said, he didn't really have a lot of choice in that first film. He went ahead and did it because he knew uh, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. And he made the right decision, even for $2,500, even if the internet doesn't like it or doesn't think that is enough money for such an iconic role. Yeah, I ain't right. I ain't crazy. And a hundred grand back then to do three works. People was like, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, all these numbers and shit these kids are hearing now, like, because they never really been in, into the shit shit with the, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, TV shows, I just TV shows paid by houses. Every week you get a check. And what he means by that is that a lot of people uh, doing TV shows are actually making more money than what we would think were movie stars. You got to think about it. Movies come out far less often, and um, the money is just a lot, lot less. You know what I mean? Like Because of things like we said, like of getting part of the percentage of the gross receipts, the performance of the film. Um, you might not even get paid on that first uh, theater run because a lot of times the way they break down the money is that the theaters get to sell the concessions and they take most of the profit. The studios take most of the profit in that first run. It's not really until you get to that, you know, well, now would would be streaming um, exploitation or we get to uh, DVDs traditionally. Uh, would you start seeing real checks on that as an actor or as just an actor on it? So, yeah, he's right. What? Every episode, every week, whatever. I mean, you know, when we were, when we were doing Parenthood, I think I was making 25 grand a, a week. Yeah. It's 26 episodes. 
And that was that was kind of mid range right there. I think the starting at that time was around like sixteen thousand. So he was getting bumped up even in his TV opportunities now. So the Friday opportunity has now made his TV opportunities more lucrative. You see how this works? So yeah, you want to take one on the nose for the for the Friday if you got to, because it offers you so much opportunity outside of it. For one season. And guys, hey, thank you for watching. This is Fawcett Media. Fawcett Media. Um, we're doing um kind of a watch of uh Faison Love talking about his compensation for Friday, the iconic role of Big Worm, and uh the backlash that Ice Cube has gotten because uh people are saying that he made so much more money than everybody else. But uh as we see, Friday was a classic, a great opportunity to change people's lives. But uh if you like this, you know. Come join the conversation. I'm going to um, drop a link for y'all in a little bit if you're so inclined. If not, you know, we'll keep going. But, uh, um, yeah, I want to hear your feedback or leave a comment on um, on the YouTube so I can see it. Yep. Uh, this is the link here. All right. Moving right along. That's the link. And Facebook people, you can join in as well. Just hit that link and you can come right on over because we are multicasting. What were you using, Ryan? You, what, I was scared about your money. No. First year I, I didn't. I, I was I was scared because I had a friend named Bobby McGee who saved up every one of his checks. Bobby McGee is hilarious too. He was in a uh, Hollywood Shuffle. <laughs> what was the line he had in Hollywood Shuffle? I be shot. Yeah, that that dude. <laughs> I be shot. Did I get the role? No. <laughs> Bobby McGee the first. It bought a house. Like I want a house. And lived in the apartment for so long. Said, "Fuck this! I'm buying a house." And he still lives in the house till today. And that's serious for actors too. Like that that first house purchase, you know, because you play your life so so uh, modestly until those big breaks happen. He's like, "I got to take this opportunity right now." Like I said, he was in Hollywood Shuffle. So by the time Friday comes around, it's it's ten, fifteen years later. So he's like, "I'm buying a house." Oh, I mean, not Friday. Um, The Parenthood. Yeah. What happened? Okay. Hollywood Hills. Okay. I, uh, TK Carter, would laugh at me because I <laughs> I wouldn't cash a check. I cast one check and I was driving around in my Monte Carlo with Dayton's on Dayton's. I come up to the set mm-hmm. on my Dayton's, just, you know. And Chris Tucker hated riding that car. Niggas be shooting at us. I was like, nigga, just duck. <laughs> <laughs> just duck. <laughs> So, um, it wasn't until, um, okay. I think he, he goes more into that story, but I'm going to, um, put up this story here. Um, courtesy of media takeout, um, ice cube actually responded to this interview of Faison saying he only got paid 2,500 ice cube responded to his fans on Twitter after they dragged him for only paying Faison love 2,500 for the Friday movie. 
uh, Faison revealed his pay in a recent interview. And, and um, I'm not quite sure. Um, I believe most people, when they tell this story about Friday, that they only they got a buyout of some sort, like they didn't get any residuals because there's another payment structure that a lot of times they don't talk about that actors make money on every time a film is played going forward. So if it gets played on TV, if it gets played overseas somewhere, um, like there's certain TV shows that I did years ago that I'm still getting paid for because it's playing in Bolivia or it's playing in um, in the UK or somewhere else. Uh, and then, you know, also uh, domestic plays as well. But yeah, then you start making money on that level. So I don't even know if they were getting residuals because the way they bring it up is just that they got 2,500 flat um, because those payments like on a film like Friday could be pretty lucrative um, just given the the life and longevity of like a film that came out in 95 that's still relevant to this day. I mean, you, you hope and pray for something like that, you know, um, but it could have been a buyout for the 2,500 at the time. And like I said, they were glad to have it. And I, I think that's probably why most people were kind of disgruntled. Cause I'm gonna get into Chris Tucker in a second. Chris Tucker is also involved in this. Obviously he plays Smoke Smokey. Um, and he had a whole nother kind of contract negotiation, which caused him not to appear in the second and third Friday installments. So yeah. Um, Faison revealed his pay in a recent interview and fans accused Ice Cube of robbing his co-stars. Faison played big role worm in the movie. Yo, it's wild how this is a quote from Twitter. Yo, it's wild how Ice Cube act like he for the people and the whole time he been robbing his own people. Pay them people. Faison love. Chris Tucker real. R.I.P. A.J. Johnson. Yes, R.I.P. A.J. Johnson who just recently passed. Um, Ice Cube responded. In very ice cube fashion, I didn't rob no effing body. Hold up, give me one second here. Let's do it in an ice cube voice, right? I didn't rob no, I ain't rob no, no, body. <laughs> I ain't rob no, body. <laughs> I ain't rob no, body. Nah. Um, the 1995 Friday movie cost 2.3 million dollars to make, okay, which is different than the number we saw earlier, right? Which uh, we said it was. 4.7 right uh 3.5 million he said it was 2.3 so you add on the marketing budget and yes it probably was 2.3 originally to make it was shot in 20 days phase on worked one day maybe two what did i tell you uh all the actors got paid scale to do the movie they simp- they could have simply said no but they didn't so miss me with that shit um yeah so Ice Cube, Ice Cube didn't rob nobody, actually. Uh, and he gave people a career, if you really want to be honest. 
Like the fact that this script came out of his mind, I think he said it was like 84 pages. It wasn't even a full script when he wrote it um, and, and got it done. That's the most important thing. I've been attracted to projects just based on the fact that the person that was helming it was getting it done. You know what I'm saying? You think about the money later sometimes. If you're attracted and passionate to the project, that's the most important thing. That's, you know, I think that slows young artists down because they're looking at the money and they're like, oh, it ain't right. It's not worth my time. It's not this. It's not that. And then you miss out on a great opportunity. You miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Because I tell you what, if a, a young F. Gary Gray and Ice Cube and DJ Pooh Shout out to DJ Pooh as well. Uh, step to me at this point, and they only got a couple million dollars. I'm gonna take that scale and and knock the roll out of the park, just like Faison did. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of it's kind of par for the course, man. Of course, when you get to a, uh, a, the next level, of course you can you can start negotiating more. But you gotta do what you gotta do, man. That's 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 the ultimate thing I gotta say about this. And I wish people on Twitter would keep their opinions to themselves. We are watching mouth when you're talking to Ice Cube. He's a whole legend out here, man. And he put people on. That's the most important thing. If I can rant about anything, Ice Cube put his people on and continued to put people on. Like you won't, you don't have Mike uh, Epps. In the same way, if you don't get him playing Day-Day in the second and third installments of Friday. You know what I'm saying? Mike Epps is a millionaire many times over now. All based on the strength of Ice Cube and this, this like I said, this handwritten manuscript of a script. <laughs> uh, 84, 84 uh, pages just about. I don't know why that 84. I, I don't know if that's an accurate number, but something like that. Not a full script. Regular script is 100 pages and up. You know what I mean? So um, all the actors got paid scale to do the movie. Faison also defended Ice Cube. So Faison comes back out and makes another statement. Faison says, first of all, I not only consider Ice Cube a comrade, but my brother. And I'm still a fan. I think he's one of the dopest in words to ever touch a mic. I guess it's a slow news week. Yes, it is. Uh, so let me say what I got paid is a moot point. It was the price of of admission to a game. I have zero regrets, he wrote. And that's all it's about, man. How are you going to argue this man was underpaid and literally he's out of his own mouth saying he has zero regrets? Faison's a millionaire. I mean, he's touched a million dollars. I don't know if he's a millionaire right now, but this is what I'm saying. These are career-changing films. These are career-changing opportunities. And the fact that people are Monday morning quarterbacking almost, what is this, uh, 95 is is uh, 27 years ago? Damn. 27 years ago, and you, you're saying now people are getting underpaid. You, you had 27 years to make that beef. Nobody's ever said anything about it. The actual artists aren't saying anything about it. And somehow somebody on Twitter got a bug up their ass to to, to uh, make that claim, man. The nerve of these people, man. 
But, uh, you know, I think that's what it is, too. Now, the Internet kind of makes everybody feel like they're uh, kind of on equal parity so they could say stuff out of pocket to people like that. Um, Actually, I want to take the uh, time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then I got one more piece here um, because I mentioned him in the last. uh, Did I mention him in the last? uh, Uh, Michael. Blackson actually comes out, comedian Michael Blackson, who is very internet savvy, you know, kind of saw his rise on the internet, but also had a start opportunity in, um, I think, one of the late Fridays, like either, uh, I think the second Friday, actually. Uh, Michael Blackson is defending Ice Cube after Faison Love shared that he's only been paid 2500 to star on Friday. Ice Cube is not to be blamed, is not to be blamed for us getting paid so little. It's the film industry's pay scale. That's what I said. I got paid 800 a day when I did next Friday, plus overtime. I made 1200 for my one day's work of I can't get jiggy with this shit. You remember the iconic line? I can't get jiggy with this shit. He still says that to this day, by the way. So he's still technically making money off of that, that, that improv he did in that movie. Thanks to next Friday. I became the biggest African comic. Look at that. That's that's right from the, the horse's mouth, man. He became the next biggest African comic, the, the, the biggest African comic. Just like any job, there's entry-level pay for first-timers. Once you make a name for yourself, you can demand any amount of money that you want. And if they want you, they will pay. That's what we know. Um, thanks for Friday franchise ice cube, uh, because it got me where I am today. When I produce my film, I'm paying new niggas in food and a follow back for my IG page. Hey, that could be valuable too, in a way. So yeah, it's kind of about paying your dues too. And I think this generation, if I could say anything about this generation, you know, like with the self-starting and like, you know, here I am on YouTube and Facebook or whatever. Um, I don't think we realize the work it takes, the time it takes for some people to get on. Paying your dues used to be an important part of this industry. And a lot of people don't understand that because now they can just pick up their phone and do a video and they're famous. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it's more than famous. They're, they're actually making a living at it, too. So, um yeah, I would just let people know that that's not how it's always been and it won't be that way um, forever. But take your life into your own hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got the opportunity and you think you're funny, pick up that phone and make that video because it'll pay off in the long run for sure. Uh, but anyway, um, there was one more piece to this too. Uh, yeah. This piece right here. Um, yeah. Okay. This is also pivotal to this story because it goes into Chris Tucker, who we know became a $20 million of per film actor, uh, after the Friday series, Ice Cube claims Chris Tucker turned down 10 million to 12 million for Friday's sequel due to religious reasons. Um, Ice Cube claimed his Friday co-star Chris Tucker turned down 10 to 12 million, a 10 to 12 million dollar 
paycheck to reprise his role in the sequel for the Friday um, for a very specific reason. The 1995 comedy about how the duo must come up with $200. Sorry, we're live. Um, yeah, I lost my light for a second there. Um, the Friday, uh, it led to come up with $200 they owe a local bully who was phase on love. Uh, it was a box office hit that led to two sequels, 2000's Next Friday and 2002's Friday After Next. However, the rapper and actor who also served as a producer on the film said the comic didn't return to play his character Smokey due to religious reasons. Uh, we were ready to pay Chris Tucker 10 to $12 million to do the next Friday. So they were serious about him. They were going to give him that bag. Uh, but he turned us down for religious reasons and also that he had bigger opportunities with Jackie Chan. If you're not familiar with the Rush Hour series, um, I'm sure that was right after. Oh, I think it was actually Money Train was before that. But um, the 55 year old tweeted when someone asked on Wednesday whether Tucker 50 quit over money reasons. He didn't want to cuss or smoke weed on camera anymore. Right. Um, the star added, let's see, a rep for Tucker didn't immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. Uh, November, Tucker reflected on a decision to step away from the franchise. Back then, I got to tell you, one of the reasons why I didn't do the second one was because of the weed, Tucker told All Urban Central. And weed was a huge character in this film, let's be honest. Um, shoot, it was some of my first experiences of seeing, like, weed smoke being kind of glorified in a way in a film um, outside of Cheech and Chong, obviously. I, I watched Cheech and Chong as a kid. <laughs> don't tell my mother. Uh, I don't want everybody smoking weed. And that's what he's saying. It was contributing to that weed culture. And I never really told people this because I kind of forgot about it, but it was one of the reasons why I didn't do it because I said, I don't want to represent everybody smoking weed. His character is literally named Smokey. So, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I said, nah, Tucker continued. I didn't want to keep doing that character. It was probably, it probably was good for me because it kept me moving to the next phase and the next movies. Um, yeah. Oh, Tucker also noted he never thought about doing sequels as another contributing factor. I always wanted to do a good job and keep moving to the next movie. He added, however, it's noted that Tucker appeared in three rush hour movies that got good to him. I told you after the $20 million. Uh, yeah, you're going to do a sequel. Uh, if, if that's what it is. Uh, however, it's noted that Tucker appeared in three rush hour movies with his co-star Jackie Chan. Still Tucker didn't completely rule out the possibility of returning for a potential fourth Friday movie. Uh, when asked about the long-rumored follow-up, Tucker told the outlet that he would definitely consider it. That's Chris Tucker right there. Back in the day, um, I always said, because I know my fans love me. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got a Blockbuster Award for his performance in Friday. Because, I mean, he killed it. He definitely killed it. So, yeah. 
Blockbuster Award. Man, shout out to Blockbuster. That was a minute. They don't even have Blockbusters anymore. Um, I always say it because I know my fans love the movie so much and they always bring it up. I said, well, if they come to me with a great script and a great idea, I'll definitely, I definitely consider it. The star explained, but it's been too long. It's been so long ago that the character, the character became such a great character. I don't want to mess it up. That's kind of what Eddie Murphy says about going stand up again. You know, he had such a iconic run in uh, the eighties in just two like stand up movies. Um, it's almost like he doesn't want to mess it up. You know what I mean? Don't want to add to, um, you don't want to mess, add to the legacy and, and end up, you know, harming yourself. But either way. Um, so like I said, the moral of the story is, y'all, if you get a great opportunity, please do not let money or the love of money get in the way of taking said opportunity. You got to take a chance. Um, and like I said, there's going to be a lot of young filmmakers coming up in these next few years. And you got to look at the opportunities, weigh what you can afford and take those opportunities. I mean, I'm definitely going to be doing that. I'm always listening for good scripts coming my way or good actors uh, to work with up and coming uh, or established actors. You know what I mean? Um I've gotten to work with some some great people uh, thus far, too. But anyway, if you like this video, like, comment, and subscribe, please. Um, join me on the next live stream or on a next pre-recorded video. This is Fawcett Media. You can support the channel at the scroll at the bottom there. Uh, follow me on IG. Um, I do respond to DMs if you got anything pressing to tell me. And we've got a Patreon, too. So sign up for that Patreon at uh, Fawcett Media. Trying to get that up and going. Got to get some patrons first. Um, but, yeah. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace out. Remember that? <laughs> remember that? You got to watch the movie if you, if you don't remember. It was a joke from the movie. Anyway, I'm, I'm out. I'm I'm out. Hey, Ignite Your Acting Career listeners. Do you want to ignite your acting career and take it to the next level and also support this podcast at the same time? Well, become a patron on Patreon. You can either become a supporter of the show or you can join our monthly discussions about acting. Get your acting questions answered all the way up to one-on-one individualized information from me. Frank Fawcett, host of the Ignite Your Acting Career podcast. Get your questions answered on Patreon. So join now. It's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career.